Now it is time for Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm. And he joins us every Tuesday morning about this time. But the markets in January are making people just a little bit itchy right now. And we get to Ryan this morning with that sense of apprehension. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? Hey, I'm fine, Gary. How are you today? Doing pretty well. A little sense of apprehension when I watch the markets react in here the last few days. Of course, they're scaling back. The Fed is of the amount of money that they're putting in there. So I'm sure that's the reason why, at least in large part, that uh, that's happening. But you're the guy we go to for those kinds of answers. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the January market movements. And of course, we're also coming up on tax season right now. And a lot of people are getting ready to do those and maybe need a few tips along that way, too. Yeah, yeah. Right now, it's a lot of gloom and doom going on in the markets, and it seems to mirror the weather. Things are kind of cold and icy, and people aren't real happy with what they're seeing. We're getting more snow and ice tonight, and it, everything seems to be raining down and freezing on us right now, both uh, weather and, and in the markets. And, you know, in January, oftentimes that's seen as a pretty darn good barometer for full-year results. And USA Today and some of the um, other mass media recently have been quoting some statistics about how the January uh, results tend to drive the rest of the market. But, you know, the reality is it's only about 50-50. If January is up or down, it doesn't give you a real good barometer of the rest of the year. So then we kicked it over to February, and uh, yesterday was the first trading day of February. That was not good either. And it means that right now the Dow and S&P are down not quite 10%, but we're not far off from there. And that 10% is kind of where you'd say it's a, it's a correction in the marketplace. So for a lot of investors, they're going to start looking at their January statements, and they may be a little bit surprised. Statistically, this doesn't mean a whole lot, though. So the key for many investors is not to overreact. Certainly, we're all very concerned and we're watching the markets, but it's to have a plan in place. Rarely does the market go straight up without these 10% or all but 10% corrections. There, there may be more selling, too. But there are some glimmers of optimism. If you look at the December report that just came out on small business lending, there were a lot of small businesses, which are the absolute drivers of our economy, starting to take out more loans and open up lines of credit for expansion. That bodes well, but usually that takes a couple of quarters to capture in the GDP data. But the key for investors is make sure that if you do have an asset allocation that doesn't meet your future cash flow needs, you need to have a plan in place how to make adjustments and possibly take advantage of uh, what's going on right now. Talk a little bit about that plan, if you can, in maybe generic terms right now to kind of absorb some of these things that are happening from the markets and, and other outside places. Yeah, one of the things that we're looking at is how we're repositioning within portfolios. Uh, depending on the client's risk tolerance, they get assigned a certain style of portfolio. And for example, in certain portfolios, what we like to do is rebalance periodically back into targeted asset allocations and strategically add certain pieces that appear to be undervalued. So I just clicked off the call this morning, and what we do is, you know, depending on the client's future cash flow needs, we try to create an allocation that's going to develop it within a certain risk tolerance. So for most investors right now, what they ought to be looking to do is, okay, if this market continues to drop, what do I need to do to take advantage of that situation versus panicking in that situation? And again, you know, the word risk you brought up there, the risk uh, tolerance, uh, that's going to be different for everybody, obviously. But but again, all people want to make sure they protect what they already have as opposed to, you know, seeing a big cutback kind of like we do with the recession. Yeah, it really is. And, and the whole key is to stay your, keep, keep your head above inflation. 
You have to have an inflation-adjusted return that meets, you know, your future needs. So for some people, if they have a pension and big Social Security checks coming down the road, probably their risk tolerance might be a little different than someone who has to say, hey, this lump sum's got to last me the rest of my life. So there's different strategies that go into place to try to ensure that you're capitalizing on whatever the need is for those people's future retirement cash flows. Ryan, we're also looking at tax season now. We've all gotten our little, you know, forms in and we're tucking them away and putting them all together and getting ready, if we haven't already done so, going out and... uh, uh, January 31st was the first time we could actually apply to go out and get our tax returns done. So what kind of tips do you have for people this year in terms of, you know, just kind of keep an eye on this. This might be something you might miss, something you might want to include. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, the tax meeting that people have with their accountant, if they use one or whether they do it themselves, they really need to start preparing now. As these various statements come in, they should be going into their 2013 tax folder because hopefully throughout all of last year they started to accumulate receipts and things like that. But many people say, gosh, I don't have those. Well, go back through all of your checking account statements. Look at your check registers. Who did you write checks to? Look at credit card transaction statements. Start to see how you can maximize your deductions. The other thing is if you have mutual funds in a non-IRA account, like in a taxable brokerage account, something like that, don't be in too huge of a hurry to file your taxes. Because oftentimes, even as late as March or the end of March, some of these mutual funds may adjust what they're reporting because their accounting can change a little bit to be a little more sophisticated, a little more correct. And if you get a revised tax statement from one of these mutual funds, it may result in you having to refile your taxes, and that can be an expense too. So prepare, but don't be in too big of a hurry if you have a number of these other moving parts. And if you get a big refund, yeah, that's great, but maybe it makes sense to adjust your withholding on your paycheck so that you don't have that big of a refund every year so that every two weeks when you get paid, you have a little more in your paycheck. The other thing to check, too, and one of the things I use a lot every year is my calendar. I write everything down in terms of my meetings, uh, what I spent, uh, that kind of thing on my calendar as well, which is also kind of beneficial. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good idea. And that way I can just look back at my calendar, and that's where I go. My calendar has become a one-stop shop for me, and it's on my phone uh, the only bad thing is my phone isn't backed up yet, so I need to get my information backed up there because if I lost that, I lose my life. So, there you go, Ryan. Where can people go to get more information right now? You're 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 like a font of information out there. Oh, thank you. It's RyanFox.info is our uh, Gettysburg branded website for the financial consulate. The phone number is three three four eighteen sixty one. People can call, and we can have a you know a chat on the phone to see if you know what we can offer uh, might be a fit for them. Or they can go to RyanFox.info that website and do a whole bunch of research to figure out if uh, we're the sort of firm they're looking for. We're salaried fee only, so uh, people are welcome to call, and we'll we'll ensure that we do what's best for them. And again, for people out there don't know what that means, salary fee only. That means they're working on your particular situation. You're not you're not selling you a product. They're selling you basically the idea that you're going to work on their situation and make sure you make that as good as it can possibly be. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Thanks, Gary. That's the layman's uh, definition right there. On, <laughs> I like uh, it. <laughs> okay. Ryan, great being with you this week. We'll look forward to getting together again next Tuesday morning again, and uh, always a pleasure having you. Have a great week. Stay uh, stay safe in the snow. Uh, thanks. Hey, I'm, I'm tired of the snow. Give me some green. Give me a tea time. I'll be happy. I'm ready for it. Take care. Ryan Fox, the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm. Give him a call at 334-1861.